0: Uh, hey, you have all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep. Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast. It's here to put you to sleep. We do it the bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. And what I'm going to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever has been keeping you awake, whether it's thoughts that are running through your brain or walking. I don't know, that would be interesting to come back to. Why, why are thoughts always running? Where are you going so fast? Sounds like something a thoughts would say to me about my thoughts. So, yeah, we will have to return to that, if I remember. So whether it's thoughts, feelings, you know, you're feeling physically or emotionally, or both, I guess, is how, is how I usually get to that. flavor the flavor of my feelings. Uh, Baskin-Robbins, single flavor, you know, trying to develop at least 31 flavors of feelings. But, you know, whether it's any of that stuff, noises, travel, change, whatever's keeping you awake. It could be a variety. It could be more than one thirty one flavors. Uh, you, you know, it could be artificial. You know, it could be whatever. It's seasonal. It could be definitely. Whatever's keeping you awake, I'd like to take your mind off of that. What I'm going to do, the approach I use on this podcast is uh, it's a bare, bare, barely approach. Uh, I guess similar approach, you'd approach wildlife. Or a person in a movie or TV show would, like, I'm going to use, like, a a measured, lulling, soothing, creaky dulcet tones, Uh, pointless meanders, like, distract, dual distractions, like, uh, what was they saying? Running thoughts. How about this? I'll give a running commentary on my running thoughts. My thoughts are true. It'd be better if one of those was chugging. I don't think you can give chugging commentary. That would be different. I used to do that. I used to chug while commenting a lot. Uh, but you, you could give uh, running commentary on my chugging thoughts. My thoughts do feel like a lot of times they're chug, chug, a chew, choo chew, chewing right through my brain and chew, choo, choo chewing it up. Sorry, I'm a little bit silly. So uh, what was I saying? So if you're new here, let me t- before I get back to those running thoughts and and you know, like I do some a lot of pondering. This is a pondering podcast and you may ponder why the heck did, how the, what did I just t- t- tune into or turn it on? And the, in the, does it, what, what language is this man speaking? Well, I'm just speaking the, like a, a dialect the pondering dialect of English, American English, if you will. But if you're new here, here's the here's the I'll give you the structure of the show and a couple uh, things, a couple uh, meander points as I like to call them. Uh, First off, you don't have to listen to Spycast; it'll be here uh, to take your mind off stuff. But whenever your it starts to drift from your attention, you know, go ahead and slip slip into dreamland. This Spycast is meant to you know take your mind off whatever's keeping you awake, but not hold your attention unless you need it. So. You don't have to listen, but you're also under no pressure to fall asleep. I'll be here. My attempt is to send my voice across the deep, dark night, as I said, escort you across the threshold from wake to sleep. Uh, but if you can't sleep, these episodes are an hour. I give it my all. I work really hard because, you know, I only have my brain only chugs. And it does do a lot of glugging, too. But uh, So I'll be here the whole time. Be your boyfriend, your companion. In your evening, well, in the evening campaign, gentlemen, I'll be your gentleman call, I'll be, not your gentleman caller. I guess I, I mean, that word's already fallen out of fashion. So what do you think of me repurposing gentleman caller? You see, your gentleman caller's here. Oh, Nana, you're introducing me? Is this a new dating circle? Yo, yeah, don't, don't mess it up, please. I'm trying to set you up. Your Your gentleman caller's here on the podcast. And he'll just be talking about nothing as usual. Well, thanks, Nana. That's actually pretty accurate. Anyway, Nana, I was talking about, like, I was trying to, actually, Nana, I got to get back to the new listeners. So if you're new here, you don't need to listen. You're under no pressure to fall asleep. I'll be here to keep you company. Some people fall asleep in two or three minutes. Some people fall asleep in 15 minutes. And some people listen to the whole episode. So there's really no right or wrong way to use this podcast. Uh, here's the structure. First five minutes, our business, that's how we keep the podcast free. We keep the archives free. That's the goal. Keep it coming out three times a week. The, the, the business at the, the top of the show is how we do that. Then we have an intro, which we're into about five minutes into intros are around 12 minutes. A show within a show, pretty ridiculous, right? Try to, you know, display my prowess at, uh, Pondering my power, pondering my powers of pondering prowess. No, that doesn't. It's a double. My prowess and ponders. I guess that's it. I just felt one part of me just squealed like and said, "I feel like Katniss." And I know I've said that in the podcast before. And I just felt like Katniss just for a second because I had prowess. Now, my prowess is in pondering instead of kicking butt. And then we say, what did 2007 just call scoots? Are you talking about Katniss? I say, well, yeah, it was, uh, until you just took me off the rails. So it'll be 12 minutes intro and then the uh, podcast proper where I'll I'll do a different kind of pondering. So if you're new, you know, that's all I guess that's all you really need to know. Podcasts a bit silly. My, my sense of humor. Is you know, it's not exactly mainstream, but I try to keep in mind that we have a wide, diverse age group and type of listeners. So I try to be sensitive that you're trying to go to sleep. And that, you know, that's why I'm not super funny and super engaging. It has nothing to do with my natural prowess. Wait, I already said that earlier. Uh, Now I feel more like PETA than than, than Katniss, or maybe, well, my middle name's Hey Mitch. Again, I don't know what, what I'm doing. <laughs> Hunger Games material today of all days, but anyway. So, if you're new here, that's all you need to know. Not, the podcast doesn't work for everybody. You give it a few tries. Hope it works for you. But I think I was saying. I, so that's the thing. I think I do have racing thoughts. I also have like superfluous thoughts. I do have over. I definitely have thought overstack. I probably have a preponderance of ponders as well as, like, what was the other one I said that sounded good? Prowess. Pondering. I have a prowess in pondering. How come, like, I guess I have meandering thoughts. Like, but you don't really hear strolling. Well, that 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 person's got strolling thoughts. I, I think you'd say that cat has strolling thoughts because that's, it'd be a cool cat if you had strolling thoughts. Or that would be something you say. They say, "Well, Nan," and say, "Well, you're going for. I've been thinking about going for a stroll too. Maybe I could introduce you around as a gentleman caller." You say, "Well, Nan, it's just a podcast. It, technically, I think I will. I like the idea of being the gentleman caller, but that's the thing. I don't need to do any calling or showing up in, you know, complicating. They just—it's a gentleman caller via podcast." Well, that's probably best because if you were calling, if you were knocking on my door, I would just not answer. But it, Nana, I always bring, I always wear a flower in my hair when I, or a ribbon. I always wear a ribbon and a flower in my hair for you, and a boutonniere every time I come to see you. No, you don't. Well, I think Nana. Do, so, do you think you have strolling thoughts, or do you have thoughts about strolling? Oh, well, I do because you walk too fast too. That's the other thing with the racing thoughts. You're racing when you're walking, and I don't understand. Okay, and that's great. Uh, I, I I was trying like uh thanks, Anna, for coming on. Well, you just interrupted me. Well, yeah, I was, I was just trying to think of like I'm trying to tie it into a metaphor about the podcast. So, so and sometimes I guess my thoughts are neither meandering nor stro- like I just have not um. Nanorific thoughts. My Nana just strolls right into my brain and she starts talking. And that's just wonderful. It makes me feel like I'm wearing a boutonniere. Uh, I think like I pinned it the wrong way because it also has that feeling of uh, like a wrong pinned boutonniere, been pinned by a ear. Uh, that sounds like something somebody would say at a, like a, you know, pirate party or something. Why do they call it a boutonniere? I think, I don't even, I'm not sure what a boutonniere is. Is it like a, is a boutonniere, there's corsage. I remember in my day, the few dances I did go to, like, I think there's a corsage and a boutonniere and then whatever, uh, maybe there's another thing, but I don't know what a boutonniere, I don't know if that's a, for for a male or a female. I love the name, I love how that sounds. So give me a boutonniere. Like that sounds like something you could swing from or put it between your teeth. I think I've put boutonnieres between my teeth. They don't go. I don't know. Is that like a, a corsage you wear around your wrist or is it just the thing like you pin to your lapel? I don't know. So, but so like, uh, so I, I do, I guess I have, uh, b- b- thoughts. Uh, I was, I thought I'd be able to tie this together because you thought it'd be easy, right? If you're listening, say scoots is going to pull off a good metaphor this time, running thoughts. There's, uh, you know, str- str- I don't know. I can't think. For some reason, my vocabulary around uh, movement, bipedal movement, is locked in. For some reason, my brain says bipedal. But I say, can you give me another word other than walk or stroll? Strut. Well, the strut's pretty close to stroll. Somebody that struts, uh, like Riker has a strut, right? R- Riker has a swagger. You're right. Swaggering thoughts. I don't have any of those, though. I have uh, meandering thoughts and racing thoughts. I wish I had swaggering, strolling, strutting, stalks, or walks, or thoughts about walking, but I don't. I just, like, uh, but I have thoughts about words about walking. Anyway, if you're new here, I guess that's that's pretty much, that's the way it goes. I'm trying to think, like, I'm literally racking my brain. But my brain's checked out. They said we're going, we're going for a stroll, and I said no, 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 another word other than stroll. Where, where, where are you going? We're going for a walk. What kind of walk? Like, what, like how fast? Uh, what style? Strut? No, 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 another word. We'll be swaggering around the lake. No, 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 another word uh, other than the ones I already said. Like I need to bipedal walking. Well, that's not descriptive. that That's, I think, all walking. Well, not all. Never mind. Okay. So, I mean, here's the thing. Sometimes when I'm following these meandering thoughts, they go down. Instead of going down in a, you know, they go down a lane or a, what do you call the one that, like a court, like the famous street I want to name, Bette Midler Lane. You know, that's where I want to live. You say, Scooch, where do you see yourself in 20 years? So, living on Bet Midler Lane with bet midler no uh i mean i mean who knows but i, I would like to live on bet midler lane i mean doesn't that sound great where do you live bet midler lane 101 bet midler 29 bet midler lane yeah i don't know what number i would i would i like i'll take any number. if you got an opening on bet midler lane put me there and they say okay yeah we got one right here side of the road so, but for tonight, I'll be walking down the uh, places like Bed Midler Lane, telling you a story to keep you company uh, here in the deep dark night. Why? Because I've been there sleepless. I know how it feels. And it's my belief you deserve a good night's sleep. And I can try to put you to sleep. Like I said, this doesn't work for everybody. If you're new here and you're skeptical, it makes sense. It's a pod- You say, what? It's a podcast? What a, what a? And I'd say exactly it's a podcast to take your mind off stuff, like a little bit goofy, give you the bored giggles, lighten the mood, and then you realize I'm you know, I'm barely you barely making sense and you fall asleep. So I really hope it helps you. Uh but it's so you're under no pressure, you know, to, to to for it to work for you, but give it a few tries. And as I say every episode, I'm glad you're here. I appreciate your time, and I hope I work hard and I yearn to help you fall asleep. Thanks. Hello, my name is Simon, and I'm a PI. Uh, The cases I take are in a place, uh, okay, I can fix this here. Well, it's a place you've never been. Now, I don't know if any of that, uh, this may not make sense to you right now. I'm just making some notes here. But I'm I'm here to tell you the stories of uh, the cases I take uh you know cuz i'm living in a place hey, where I, I i'm supposed to be able to do whatever i want where i am and i want to be a pi i want to tell pi stories detective stories pi det- i think detective i think i'm a detective uh, i detect things i detect answers i detect clues so t- uh, so tonight i'm going to start out telling you a story i'm sending it i'm sending it across uh well, you don't need to know all the details just now, but this is my first story, and it's called "The Case of the M- M- Missing Buttons." I think that's what I'm going to call it. It started a, a day, uh, just like any day, uh, any other day of the we, but daytime, similar to what you have on Earth, uh, daytime. In the sky, just like the sky you would see, filled with brilliant blues, pinks and oranges at the dawning of the day. Uh, but there were some buttons missing. Okay, I didn't totally flush this out. There are buttons for... This is what I'm thinking. Uh, I guess this will be my first pitch. There are buttons for some rides, I'm thinking... and the buttons went missing one day that's right there's there's this park where kids go on rides okay i I have the idea for the story i'm trying to figure out the structure i never told these stories when i was on earth uh, during my years as a person so let me just uh, let me just flush this out maybe i'll record it and listen back to it uh I guess these are notes, though. Like the ride buttons are missing for like a little theme park for kids uh, up here. I don't know. Is that the best setting? I I didn't think about that. Is the best setting up here? And I said, well, geez, what what, did they paint over the buttons? Did a competitor take them? Did did, did some kid try to repurpose the buttons? Uh, Was the kids too loud? Is that why they like the rides? Like this would be the solution to the mystery. What is the case of getting back? Was it someone that thought the buttons were worth something? Then I guess it wouldn't be placed here. Bad, bad memories of rides. This is tougher than I thought. I, I, I thought I would be able to wing it. Uh, the buttons are lost. Uh, did someone borrow the buttons, uh, use it as a surprise gift? Uh, uh, did they need, did it, Was it a forgetful ride operator that turned them in to be repaired? Was someone using it for a better purpose than rides? They said, well, I need these buttons to make something more, you know, more, more greater than that. Uh, Did they bring them to Did they just use it for a doorbell? Uh, So let's see what else I've got here. Uh, Oh, then so this will be like laying out the case. They said, "Okay, the first person we'd look into would be the ride operator who seems forgetful. That would be our first character. Uh, then we would look into Doris. I named, I didn't name the forgetful ride operator, but a former employee named Doris. Uh, then a competitor. And then maybe the missing buttons will be at the competitor's ride. Uh, but maybe I should introduce myself, you know, because if I, uh, if these take, maybe this will be so influential in the new, no i do, i can't find any mysteries that are written here is the thing because you know, i didn't write any mysteries back in when I, I'm on my day during my like uh, that's my life stage earth life stage i think recording it and listening to it so so you, you probably figured out wh- where i am it doesn't really matter and uh, cuz i don't know if you you know if you're listening to this unless he's got uh put on earth which could happen I mean, I could be reincarnated. I wonder if I could be reincarnated with these recordings. I don't think I've heard of that happening. Uh, but w- it's more about where I want to take you. I want to take you on the journey of a mystery, it's a mystery solver. You know, much like the great Sherlock Holmes, Encyclopedia Brown, Scooby Doo and Shaggy, and the mystery team, uh, Fred, uh, Daphne, Wilma. Velma, I always get Velma and Wilma mixed up. I think I, uh, but uh, yeah, I guess I should fill you in. You, you, you know, I mean, I live in the, I live on the big farm, like they tell you. They went to the big farm in the sky. That's where I am. The big farm in the sky. It's partially true. Uh, like you, your brain wouldn't be able, the human mind wouldn't be able to grasp it. But it's partially true. We're not really in your sky. I guess the big farm part, actually, is pretty true, depending on how you define a farm. It's also a a bit different for everybody, but that's where I am. I'm uh, up on the big farm, and this is really a place for... I I don't know if... I'm I'm just learning about things up here. I've kept to myself, mostly. So for me, it's kind of like a big farm, minus the animals. And I mean, I've met some people while I've been here. Well, yeah, I've kind of kept it's like so I don't really know much. Like I guess maybe just because I like they say, well, it's, it's different everywhere, neighbor. And I say, well, I didn't. But you get to re- restart things here. I guess it's like a second or third chance. Or uh, uh, there, there was an orientation. I don't know if you saw that uh, Albert Brooks movie. It wasn't exactly like that. Because uh, that was more about getting in, and I don't want to talk about that part because I did. Like, I, but but it was like more foggy. I said, "Why is you? Why would they give an orientation?" And it doesn't. Uh, uh, but I think that's part of the like. Uh, like I said, well, I've been sitting around a lot, and I said, "Well, in the I can't tell everything. I can't, Camper, can't, just in case this is an Earthling listening to it, a regular." Regular human, I don't know what to call you. But I, you know, I don't know if you know who Magnum PI is. Uh, Tom Selleck, uh, uh, another hero of mine. And old radio shows. This one, I don't think I'll do a radio show, even though I'm recording this. Uh, you know, big farms not that different, from, at least where I am than where you are. You just walk. On, you do. I do walk on clouds sometimes, but I don't. I think it's more like a like a I don't really know. I've, I've, I've really just stayed, stayed, stayed as close to home as I could to try to make it feel like home. Cause I kind of, I'm kind of a little homesick too. Though we'll get it, but let's talk, let's focus. Uh, like, Cause you do have to meet with someone. And uh, she says, well, now, Simon, uh, what are you doing uh, with all your time? Because you've got a lot of it now. And isn't there anything you've wanted to do that you've been waiting on? But they know the answer. Like, uh, they know the answer. They want you to find the answer, though. So I said, well, uh, I'm fine. I'm doing fine. Uh, And I said, well, we want you to be doing great. Uh, What about these uh, private eye? Uh, What about your, do you you have any desire to become the next Dick Tracy? And I said, said, not Dick Tracy, but I I said, well, why don't you uh, start to work on that? You know, you realize there's nothing to fear here. It's just, and uh, 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 now my, my fear has been, been less here. I desi- anyway, he said, well, it takes some getting used to, so t- take your time. Uh, but then I said, okay, well, maybe I will think about writing it like, uh, and I got back to my, my, my cabin in the big farm, or the big far- lake farm. And there was a Cam Jansen book there. Never read any of this Cam Jansen because it's for kids uh, or tweens. I don't know. And I started to do some research on it because I I don't want to use the H word like, uh, because I don't know if that's where I am. I know I'm no longer where you are. And it's not like I got picked up by some ship and they said, Hey, buddy, hop in. We're going to another world. But I know I left that world, corporal, a corporate, whatever they call that thing. My body's here, but it's different, and I do feel better. I do feel, but I don't know if this is exactly what they taught me back at school. Uh, but it seems pretty nice. Uh, but I get the sense and actually have the desire to try. Uh, like this, uh, maybe it, like she said, it's less fear. But, I, you know, I still feel a little nervous because I don't know what I'm doing. And I know I want uh, it doesn't have to be perfect or good. But I want to tell these stories, these detective stories. I want to be on the case. Now, thus far, I haven't seen really anything. That's why I was thinking about these missing buttons at the rides because up here it seems like uh, less drama, probably. You know, whether I'm in the big H, the big farm, in the big H— E-A-H-E-A-V-A, you know. I don't think I'm not. I do I'm in another place like uh, that. Uh, and there's stuff going on. Not that I, I, you know, I wasn't perfect, but I said I, I, I said that. Uh, and from what I heard, you say, well, she's. I messed up. I, I've done. A, you know, I've, I'm not perfect. I'm sorry. I said sorry a few times. So I don't want to fixate on that because. It, so I've been doing some research. Is what I'm here to tell you. And I read a few things, it's like the structure's a little different You these you say why are you that's what my counselor. She said, uh Well maybe makes you want to write these stories if you didn't read any when and I said, I don't know. I, I I'm familiar with them. I like how tricky they are and I'd like to inhabit that. I'd like to be a PI, you know, when and she said, well, we don't have a lot of cases here. And I said, yeah, exactly. That's why I'm going to write it. So one thing I read talked about, this is, believe it or not, we get like, uh, don't don't let anybody know, but we still have, your internet's still pretty good up here, a little bit better. Uh, but it's really tough to beat your internet up here. So stay act one, you set the stage. This This thing says... Uh then you have your first mis, mis- mistake or is made, misdeed I put so that starts looking at, you know, where you'd investigate. Uh in Act Two you could do this by procedure. Uh and you go through who you think, you know, who you think you suspect is in uh behind the missing buttons. We'll use the missing button case for now. But the hero's still reacting to these things. You know, the hero's saying, well, what do I do? What do I do? I don't know where I read this. Uh, then there's usually a second. This is pretty common that, and then there's a second thing that happens. Misdeed, which usually you say, Oh, wasn't who I thought it was because of the second thing clears that right up. Then the detective or the PI, depending on my, you know, who I decide to be. Uh, It gets outsmarted or fails, and, you know, that, like, is a setback or failure. So then in the third act, uh, you start to investigate more by insights, and then the uh, antagonist starts reacting. Then there's, like, a reversal or a third, like, a third thing or another antagonist maybe, uh, with the hero who would be the detective or, or someone else, uh, usually thwart that. And then in, in Act Four, it's all is revealed. So that's one model. This is another one. Ordinary world. In this case, in the case of the missing button that I didn't figure out, missing buttons. It's a world here in the, near the big farm. I think it was a few, you know, I wonder what, the, which of these things are generated and which exist, uh, because it was like a fireman's field days, which is like, uh, like a little miniature carnival or like a little smaller than a county fair. Uh, tar- I went to one that was called a tar- I, tar I think, uh, a little bit like that, uh, with rides and things, but this was more of a permanent one for the children to enjoy and they were enjoying it. Uh, and that's gave me the idea. I said, if those things didn't have buttons, they wouldn't work. That's what I said to the person working it. And, you know, in this, in, in, back in earth, they'd say, "Rah rah rah," But here they just smile and they patch you. I mean, i tell you, up here, they probably don't even need the buttons. It's mystical energy, probably based on what I'm believing and in, in needing. So that's an ordinary world. Not too ordinary, but friggin', you know, use your imagination and imagine it is an ordinary world. Rides with kids having fun with buttons. Then they have the inciting incidents. The next day, uh, the manager and the ride operators and the kids get there, and there's no buttons. So the rides don't work. And they say, well, we can't make the rides work because the buttons are gone. Who could, who would take you, who could, who would stoop to take some buttons from us? Who could it, be, could it be you? Could it be you? And then everyone says, no, no, I'm here for work. I'm here to work the bu- I'm here to press the buttons. And the kids would say, I'm here to ride the rides. I'm not here to press any buttons, you know. You don't have any spare buttons? Uh, no, 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 the spare buttons are gone too. More buttons... You know, the, the buttons, they're all gone, all the buttons. Rides are useless till we get the buttons back. You know, they're uh, there's something intertwined in them. That's why they work. You know, they got button juice. And that's when I'm walking by Simon. I think that's what I'll go by. My hands are in my pocket. I'm out for a stroll. And I see a kid with tears in his eyes walking away. He's not got any cotton candy. He's not got any balloons. Those buttons don't work either, by the way, if you're about to ask that question. And uh, I say, hey, kid, what's with the the frowny face and the teary eyes? I thought we didn't have that up here. Well, the buttons are all gone. And I say, what do you mean? I don't even understand. Don't make any sense. You know, buttons don't just get up and grow feet and walk away. Huh, interesting. Then I walk over there. That's my call to adventure, the tears of a child. Or it was more, it wasn't the tears really. I said, where's the cotton candy? You leave there without a cotton candy or a balloon and you're up here. I mean, usually even down there, you say, buy me some friggin' cotton candy already. So so that's my call to adventure. Uh, Then you enter the world of uh, investigation, according to this thing. It's when you cross the threshold. I think we're in Campbell's world a bit. And you start saying, huh, what's up with this? What's up with that? Uh, you know, wh- who took the buttons? Is this an inside job? You know, is this slated for development? Or uh, do you have a competitor? Were your buttons more advanced? You know, you say, hey, buddy, you're chewing a lot of gum. You got yourself a gum habit uh, that you just sold the buttons to cover? Uh, so start to investigate. And then there's tests and there's trials. Uh, I think that's what they said in that other thing. You know, you got, uh, you're reacting. Maybe I follow a trail of buttons. Uh, or maybe I, I go down to the town. I say, Hey, anybody got an obsession? Is there any button collectors? I say, well, there's one town over there's a button festival. And then I go there. I find out it's buttons for shirts and clothes and things. But maybe I maybe I should be, I'm glad I'm recording this. And then I find out, well, no, but then I see, you know, something mysterious happens. And someone says, well, I remember we used to have a mini donut machine here, but the button went missing, you know, last month. And then it looks like I'm on the case. Then I got some stronger suspects. I say, well, who was working Is it the same person that they have, were they in the cotton candy? And they say, actually, yeah, they run the cotton candy stand over at that ride thing. Uh, just one town over. Well, I just moved. It moved here. Oh, police meet you. Did you get a welcome You know, I say, no, no, buddy. I'm on a case here. What kind of case? A case of the missing buttons. This is the case I'm on. What do do you, you you know what I'm saying? So yeah, then I you know so then I follow that lead, looks starts to look better and better the more I look into it. It's the cotton candy person. I follow them. I realize that uh, I don't I don't know that, that that I guess that part's missing. But they're up to it seems like they're up to no good. But right when I think I'm gonna catch them, I realize I've been misdirected and they're not. They're, you know they're just an innocent. Uh, you know, suffering loss of buttons too, in their own special way. And so, uh, see, there's something missing about this. I, I can't figure it out, uh, all those things. But that's like a false success. Uh, like I almost won and then I, I didn't. And then maybe the antagonist leaves me something to say, ha ha ha. Or then all the buttons at the button festival. Probably that. Like, I gather everybody at the edge. I'm about to bust the, uh... And I say, when I bust this, you have free donuts for everybody. Believe me, I'll get that donut machine working. Five more minutes, I'm, I'm on the case. We'll have cotton candy donuts, like one of those fancy donut places back on Earth they had. Everybody loves donuts. Whatever afterlife you're in, probably. I don't know. This is the only one I've been in, the one I, you know when I was raised with, you know, kind of like it. I don't even get it. So that's a bit of an ordeal. I think Jake Joseph Campbell would say that JC, not the other JC. So it looks like the case is closed. Uh, but if you're like, uh, I guess this is, this is all playing out. And then I realize I'm not right. That's when I find out all the buttons are gone from the button festival. I was distracting everybody. Uh, suspect, you know, something's not right. Then there's a bit of a setback. Maybe everybody's mad at me then too. Maybe they even think I'm in cahoots, uh, and they want to run me out of town. So all is lost. That's how it feels. Uh, and then I feel down. That's how probably I would feel. I put my hand and I say, what am I doing here? I'm not supposed to, should never try to, li-. this is how I felt when I was trying to write that button story sometimes. That's where I wonder where I really am. if this place really is—like a dream—but I know I'm not dreaming. Uh, you can fall asleep here. They send somebody over to tell you bedtime stories up here, uh, where we're at. So that's handy. And uh, you know, he did like—he's uh, like that guy back on Earth, but different. You know, more, more uh, glowing. He's got a glow to him. So then you got to go on instinct. You say, wait a second, who did I tell, who didn't want free donuts? And you say, okay, well, I remember that one person. When I said free donuts for everybody, they didn't cheer. And when I was, like, uh, saying, well, why can't we just make it cotton candy by hand? And everybody cheered. Uh, then they frowned, because you can't. Uh, and then I say, Can we make cotton candy with mystical non button energy? That was, so then I say, Who was that that didn't make, see, I'm getting, I'm putting the string together, but I don't quite got it. That's our, then my instinct kicks in. I don't know, I feel like I'm missing something here. But then there's the reveal, you know, then you have, you follow your instinct and then you catch, you catch the person you're looking for. And then you reveal how you discovered it uh, afterwards. Normally, I think, is what I've been hearing. Uh, Another way to go is the six events thing. Act one, you got the thing that goes wrong, missing buttons, uh, or something to open it up. uh, And maybe you start to meet the things. Then you have the misdeed, number one. That's the inciting incidents. Then Act 2, you meet the detective and the suspects, I guess. I'm led astray by red herrings. Like a button festival. So I guess this one, we're applying to it, huh? Uh, then the antagonist uh, appears. Uh, uh, maybe the antagonist is there, but I don't know it. Uh, like, uh, they're tricking me. Kind of like the other one, I'm reacting. Then towards the end of Act 2, maybe, there's the second thing many events is that? I don't know. Uh, then you get some new info from that, uh, so the second case of the missing buttons would have been fest, which are different buttons, but it still wouldn't give given me a clue. So then I think I'm on the right track, and then the case is solved, I think, uh, uh, and like I said, I start to try to catch the, uh, antagonist, uh, So I would have been sure after that, but after the buttons went missing from the button festival and I figured out that the cotton candy and donut purveyor wasn't the one that did it, then I would have trusted my gut and said, who would steal these buttons uh, when they don't even have anything to do with one another? I think in this case it would probably be my counselor. Because I'd get there and she'd be smiling. And then, I mean, up here, this is what would happen. That's all the trouble with these stories. Not a lot of conflict up here. i may have to sniff it out. I mean, I don't know if I'm getting ripped off, but I feel like most of the conflict still I got is in, in the inside up here. Uh, and why not? This, these stories should just, I thought they'd just come together. But they're not, uh... Nothing's easy, nothing's easy, even in the big farm, I guess, apparently. But I guess in Act 4, according to the six-event structure, that's when you catch the antagonist, you reveal uh, everything, and you lay out your case, how you did it, how you solved it, and all that tied up nice, neat, and in a bow. Uh, In this case, I guess that that really is what happened. That's why I said I can't write this... uh, why is everybody hugging me? And they said, "Great job on the button case. You figured out it was your counselor." And I said, "Cause I followed the trail of buttons." I said, "I'm supposed to follow my guts." And she said, "Well, you're learning. Uh, this is what they don't tell you." She's trying to explain to me. It's taking me like there's a there's a transition. You got transition up here. Like it's not like oh I'm earth I mean like and then oh I'm a, I'm an angel I guess it doesn't happen like that, uh, which makes sense you know everything is organic maybe, yeah, but I'm not I don't know I don't understand that. Is it, is, anybody in this, is can you be spiritually organic? I don't know. I just know that uh, she said well you got to transition to this new lifestyle. I said, I said what does that mean? He said, I thought I could just, you know, have some ice cream and, you know, be a mystery, right? You And most of the time they just laugh at those things, but a kind, kind laughter that puts me at ease. Uh, like, so I, I don't feel like embarrassed that I'm confused. doesn't clear up my confusion, though. But she said, don't worry, one day you'll feel like I do. Just uh, amused uh, and compassionate and full of empathy. And then she said, go home and read it that Cam Jansen. So I did that next. Uh, that was the next part of my case, I guess. The case of the freaking Cam Jansen. Now, I got to tell you, this is the only one I read, and she didn't give me another one. So uh, I forgot to like in the notes here. I didn't write down the title. But basically, Cam Jansen and Cam's like aunt or something and Cam's best friend Are going to a concert where din It's like a dinosaur cover band. People dressed as dinosaurs play music. That that's Cam's favorite band. Forgot what they're called. Like the prehistoric rockers or something. And they're in line for this concert. The thing is that uh, the aunt or the grandmother or the the figure, the adult figure, shouldn't buy tickets ahead of time. I don't know if whose fault that is, Cam's or hers, uh, but they need three tickets to this show. It's a long line. Will it be sold out? Who knows? Uh, mystery number one. So they, that's the thing. They're like, well, this is like, uh, and, and then everybody's like, well, I can't wait to this concert. It's really exciting. Uh, then they see someone in line dressed in costume, like uh, like they're going trick-or-treating, uh, but it's not Halloween, even though uh, the man's dressed in costume. They dress in costume all the time, like dinosaurs. That's their thing. I don't know if, uh, assuming their songs are themed, uh, you know, again, you know, I'm feeling all crustacean or so I, don't, I, I, you know, why is my tail so spiky? Spin my try. Why do I? What am I doing? So. This person's in line, and they're kind of bugging people like they're trick-or-treating, but they're just doing the tricks. Everybody's waiting in line. And they're saying, hey, what are you doing with the costume? The band's in a dinosaur costume. You're in an annoying Halloween costume. Quit bugging us. We're waiting in line. Uh, then, Cam, So Cam says, huh, what's going on here? Now, Cam's other shtick is uh, Cam takes a picture with Cam's brain. So anytime Cam, Cam's got a photographic memory, like a Cam, see camera, and so I don't know if Cam has to say click, but that's one of the shtick. Cam says click, and that locks it all in Cam's mind. So ordinary world, Cam's going to the concert. His aunt can't, like a, uh, you know, still not conflict free, just being Cam Jansen. Uh, then the first thing happens, you got a strange person uh, dressed in a Halloween costume It ain't Halloween. Uh, then they uh, trick or treat like an old, older adult, uh, and the older adult just says, no, no, I don't got any candy. In fact, I dislike Halloween so much I'm going to lie here and take a sleep. Uh, and so then the uh, person in the costume disappears. Uh, and everyone says, Oh, this poor older person doesn't like Halloween. You know, get, get him some candy corn instead. And the person says, No, 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 give me some candy canes stat so I can think about Christmas. Yeah. But Cam, I don't know if Cam, Cam's not medically trained. So I think Cam and his aunt and his friends stay in line. Also, all the older, older man's things spill everywhere. Uh, But Cam also notices, was that person in a wig, like uh, the, the older adult that doesn't like Halloween, right when that happens, they say, hey, the box office for the tickets for the freaking dinosaur band, they're gone, all the money for the tickets is gone, and someone dressed in a Halloween costume took them and ran into the subway, and as Cam says, what in the name, what in the, not in the name of cameras. not on my watch. Uh, also, the older adult that dislikes Halloween, they say, what do you want us to do, take you to see Santa or the Easter Bunny or something? And they say, no, the older adult says, don't worry about it, I'm fine now. And they say, they say no, no, you're not fine, you just lie down here and they say, aren't you waiting to get tickets to the concert? And say no, no, I'm just going to take the subway home. I don't need to see Santa or the Easter Bunny. And so then Cam decides to follow the uh, old older adult uh, because I think they had a yellow shirt on. And then they follow the older adult, or maybe they're like I don't know, but they follow end up following them. I think they see them meet up with the person they suspect was in the Halloween costume. And then they see the older adult leave and go to a diner and go into the bathroom. So then they're like, we caught the person. Uh, They're like, we got him cornered. So I think this is like, okay, we're on the case. We followed the clues. Busted, it's this old man in a diner bathroom. Oh, no, this says uh, searching... I don't know, but I, I can't remember. I think what happens is the, the diner bathroom's empty and there's just like some clothes there. But I thought they also ran away. Then they maybe they ran down the subway or something and they then they thought they saw them again. And then they were they were like, no, 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 we don't wear, we just wear yellow shirts. We don't have anything to do with the, uh, whatever uh, Halloween costumes. And di- di- there's a dinosaur cover band. Do they cover dinosaurs, do they cover, uh, do they play crocodile rock? Is it, are they called crocodile rock? And they say, no, 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 because crocodiles are like a modern. And they say, are you sure crocodiles are modern? What about alligator rock? Do they play that? Because I remember when rock was young. The, the, and then they said, okay, so obviously you didn't do it. So so they, they Cam says, well, we've lost the case. So then they go back to the concert because they ran, they left their aunt and they're only kids. And, uh, their aunt, you know, said, what, what, what are you guys doing running away without me? Also, she made the mistake of getting out of line. So then they had to get back in line. They're like, we're never going to get into the concert. And then Cam says, I checked my brain and there's some magazines. This, so Cam's on Cam's instincts now, maybe. I don't know if this is heavenly intervention. No offense to Cam Jansen, but I don't know how this has to do with the private. I don't because I don't have photographic memory even up here. Uh, But Cam says, well, look at these magazines. They got the address of uh, somebody. Let's just go there and uh, see if that's where the uh, Halloween costume and the older adults are. And then that's exactly what they do, as a matter of fact, and they go there with the authorities, and they, they, they cry then the case is closed because uh, they say, and, uh, you know, the person in the Halloween costume says, why would you bring the magazines with our dress on there? They said, well, older, because they were wearing a wig. They said, well, older adults like magazines. Plus, they wanted a magazine. They said, what, what kind of? And then the dinosaur band is so happy that they reward Cam and his aunt and his friend with like a set, you know, they get to go backstage and whatever, uh, have a dinosaur ice cream and sing along, and the case is closed. It wasn't bad. It wasn't bad, but uh, it, I, I, it didn't really help me either. Uh, but I, I don't know. That started me thinking like Cam has Cam's friend Encyclopedia Brown. Sherlock and Watson, uh, Watson and Crick, uh, Oliver and Hardy, Scooby-Doo and Shaggy. I got nobody, I, and I, maybe that's why I couldn't figure out the missing buttons. So then I asked my counselor if she would be my my sidekick, and she said no. And I asked her to be my partner, and she said, you mean a romantic, that's different, it's similar, but different. She said, and then I said, no, 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 Do you want to go on the case with me? And she said, no, thank you. Uh, so I'll, it was another thing, this is, was it would be off the subject if I didn't tie it back together, but uh, I've got a niece uh, down back uh, away from the big farm, uh, Georgina, call her G, like Allie G, she used to always say, and she's nine, and uh, like, I used to always just kind of, like, uh, look through the clouds and check in on her, like I said, I guess they're getting homesick up here, and so then I would go down there to check on her, because I had this, like, uh, I don't know, forlorn feeling, and part of it was uh, that I missed her, like in a selfish way, and then part of it was that I wanted to keep an eye on her, you know. Uh, also, she like uh, she's so she's so cute. She reluctant, it's uh, re- reluctantly, but every night, you know, her folks, uh, she gets down and she says her little prayers, uh, and she says the things she's thankful for, and every night she would mention me. You know, touched me. It did touch me. And so I keep an eye on her. And I noticed she was having trouble falling asleep. And I said, well, is that because I'm here? And I said, am I going to get in trouble for this bank at the farm? Maybe this is just a dream anyway. It doesn't matter. And then I said to myself, well, it's, if it's a dream, Uh yeah, well, I said, well, then I could do whatever I want. uh And if I miss my niece, I should say hi to her. And that's when she started talking to me, actually. This was a while ago. I, I, I like, uh, it's been taking me a while to record this, uh, but I just told her about these story ideas last night. But she said, Uncle Simon, you, you keep coming and you never say hi. And then she told me at first, she was like, What is, you know, but she said more and more. And I said, What do you, what you can't sleep? So, so we talked about things, you know, things she's going through, kids stuff, uh, now she's sleeping a lot better, and every now we, sometimes we'll talk about music, I gotta listen to this music she listens to to understand it, and most of the stuff she's going through, you know, it's it's nine-year-old stuff, ten, she's about to be ten, but well, it's none of your business, and probably, I'm just assuming this is, you know, I guess it's not a dream, because I'm awake, uh. But I don't know, but but she started. I said, she said, "Well, how are things with you?" Once she, once we tell you, like uh we took turns, you know. She told me about her. Then she started sleeping good. And then she said, "How are things with you, Uncle Simon? Uh, do you have any friends up there at the big farm?" And I we made a long sigh. And she said, "You don't even have any friends up there, huh?" And she said, "Why not?" He said, "Well, you know, it's tough up there." They said, "It's like a big farm. We're very spread out." Uh, I got a counselor. I mean, with uh, but they uh, like she works there. uh, I guess she's laughing at me, much like the counselor. She said, "Well, she goes, I'd be out there exploring." Do they have tricycles? Uh, I said, "Tricycles." we're both too big for tricycles. And she said, not up there, I imagine. She's she a very, very, very big vocabulary, probably bigger than Camp Jansen's cam. But so, uh, gee, she says, uh, you know, she's pushing me. She says, why don't you, next time you come back and watch this, it will tell me you, you made some friends. I think you, you know, she says, you need to make some friends up there. And she said, What's wrong really? And I said, Well, I've been sitting around mostly. I don't want I don't want to look right yeah, you got a place, uh, it's a nice place, uh and there's food and water and stuff, and uh and they told her about it. Finally she she this was the last night she brought she said, Well what do you want to do with it? you could do whatever you want, right? Uh, and you're not doing anything. She doesn't talk like that. That is my father how he would do. You're not doing anything. Uh, but uh, she she did sound like that, and I said, well, no, I'm not, but I'm going to start writing these mysteries, uh, like a P.I., and I told her a little bit about the button story, and she said, it sounds like you got some story problems. Have you used the uh, story, you know, Dan Harmon's story? And I said, I'm trying, I'm trying, but there's something missing, and she said, yeah. She goes, it sounds like experience, uh, Uncle Simon. And she goes, do you think it's all like we believe or is it all like uh, what other people believe too? And I said, sweetheart, you and I probably believe in, I I believe in a place where I'd be left alone. That's what I got, a place where I could be left alone. And she goes, you know, probably that's not, uh, this, you know, this is deep stuff we're talking about. And I said, it's almost past your bedtime, so we got to get to a point over here. And she said, well, my point is you need to get out of your house, uh like I was telling you about before. And she goes, what if uh, you find the mysteries and the mysteries find you? And she goes, I'd love to know. She goes, you just started, because she goes, you know, she was telling me to get out of the house and find some mysteries, basically, and then write about them. And then she's, she knows I'm stubborn, so she said, you look like you're going to be stubborn. I said, well, uh, yeah, I said, I think, and she goes, you can do it. I believe in you, Uncle Simon. I always have. That's why I say thank you every night uh, because I'm so thankful to have, you know. And then I said, oh, boy, you're hurting you hurt me. You make, you know, you're being so nice, it hurts. Uh, and we shared a tear or two, you know. But then she said, she said, you, you know, you could do it. And I said, I think I can. I said, but there's one thing, there's the other thing that's missing. And I said, you know, like, I, I said, uh, I said, uh, uh, what about, a, like, uh, like a partner in crime? Like the bra, I could be the bra- you could be the brains, I could be the brawn. And she said, what are you proposing? I said, well, what if I go look around? What if I look around for the mysteries and see if they find me or if I find them? And then I lay it out for you, G. And she said, oh, gee, you know, we were having a little joke about that. Uh, And she said, I think I'd like that. Uh, Then we'd have a chance to see one another, and I could keep an eye on you. And I said, just let me tell you, are you my counselor? Like, is this some sort of, uh," and she said, I'm not your counselor. I'm your friend. Uh, And I'd like you to have some more up there. And I'd like you to have some adventures. And this sounds like a great adventure for us both. Uh, and I said, uh, you got yourself a deal, G. Uh, I said, you know, let me tuck you in. And the next time, you know, I see you, I'll tell you about them. And the next, uh, I said, you think there's other, like, big farms? Like, there's one big farm for you, and there's one big farm for me, and then there's one big farm for, you know, somebody that says, well, I, you know, I, I like my big farm out on, you know, Saturn's rings. And she laughed at that. And I, I said, okay, now you get in there and tuck yourself in. And, you know, get your pillow there. Get your little stuffed uh, sheep under your arm. You know, snuggle your cheek in there. Yeah, you know, let yourself in that nice and snuggy and warm. And just like you believe in me, I believe in you. And you give me the courage to keep going and to keep trying. So I'll keep trying, and you keep resting. And know your Uncle Simon. You know his name. You know I'm your Uncle Simon. I'll be out there, and you'll be there. Snug as, uh, snug as a little glug glug in your betty poo. So good night. Uh, good night, my dear, and I'll see you soon. And so that's, that's, I guess that's how I'll end it for you, too. And then I'll be, hopefully... Tomorrow, I get on this case and I'll be back to you. I want to thank everybody that wrote a review on iTunes. Uh, Katie Vice, thanks. Uh, So comforting from the UK. Ramblings of a brilliant and entertaining eccentric. Thank you. Uh, Great for anxiety and falling asleep. Uh, Dan B works for me. Can't remember a single story from this podcast because I've fallen asleep every time. He had a uh, dad, it. Uh, he, he'd added, he'd added uh, life saving podcast. Uh, thanks for the time and effort. Struggle many nights. Uh, thank you. How about this one? I like this one. Fourth Rook. Who, who, which, uh, how many rooks you got? Only two. Uh, but somehow they captured my fourth rook. Uh, it's a tough SAT question, but it's a nice reviewer from Canada. No way you could fall asleep. Uh, Billy Goat uh, was genetically combined with Stephen Wright. You have this podcast. Uh, You start to drift off because you can't make any sense of the uh, verbal Jackson Pollock. Uh, Thank you. How about uh, I love Groupon? They love Groupon. I love them. Weird but works. Uh, fall asleep quickly every time, which is weird because I have uh, problems with the scratchy voice. And Desperate Please for donations. Well, we're pretty desperate for those, but uh, whatever works, it uh, works like a charm. And BS Rock uh, does what it's supposed to do. I needed this podcast for a couple restless nights, and uh, thanks. Uh, thank you. Uh, I miss the old scooter. This is from Names Zoom. Uh, pretty good. Listen to it every night. Uh, thanks. I don't know what I did with the old scooter. I didn't know he was gone. Here's one prescribing my sleep doc. That doc could owes me some money. Bartman, 1968, annual checkup. Told him I discovered uh, sleep with me. Oh, they told their doc oh, to help with insomnia. He said he's tried it, but doesn't like it. You know, what a do doctor's know. They get gets annoyed by the meandering stories, but lots of patients that swear by it. Yeah, at the end of the appointment. Uh, uh, continue listening to the podcast a bit. I wonder if I can get my insurance to cover it, monthly Patreon payments. I wish. Uh, uh, I can't really review it. Keep falling asleep. That's from Nurse Mo. Uh, give, love to give this podcast a thorough review, but I can't make it through an entire episode. My favorites are the on-location and recipe ones. They're all good. Uh, they love it. How about always works? Uh, love every moment and how it puts me to sleep. That's from Katie Lou. Uh, the other nickname was taken, rambling, hard to get past, oh, they don't, there's three stars, that's a fair, uh, hard to get past the narrator, uh, more gravel than words, uh, from the two, uh, tried he seemed to stammer, stammer and ramble, yeah, okay, uh, no problem, uh, how about Susafim, so helpful, hard to get back to sleep in the middle of the night, wake up, so podcast solves this, I fall asleep instantly. That comes from Nina. Nina is a bean. That's, uh, love this. Uh, Don't mean in a bad way, uh, so don't take it that way. Maybe in five minutes I'm sawing logs. Perfect. Uh, Better than sleeping pills. Thanks. Shauna Shauna Bobana, Banana fan of fauna Can't rub their head around it. First I listened, I was confused, so confused, so confused. a voice is jarring, but I was intrigued, and now I'm addicted Turn the podcast on. Try my hardest to focus on what he's saying. Stories are always calming and positive before I know it, I'm asleep. Thank you. How about uh, Kay Grabowski, uh, Lifesaver? Never, I hope it never stops making these. Can't explain how much the podcast has helped. I only started listening a week ago. I have insomnia and pain and neck issues. Uh, so it's it's hard to explain why this twenty minutes of sleep—that's the great news—and uh, takes your mind off everything else. Uh, but funny but boring in a good way. Skeptical at first, but I had nothing to lose. Thank you. And how about gale force windy? <laughs> What's the weather this week? Gale force windy, so effective and comforting, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls and friends beyond the binary. Such comforting words. Uh, better than melatonin or more, more milk. Thank you. And thanks, everybody who reviewed the show, and good night.